Today's gonna be a grandiose day. Cause you got up. You got up and actually decided not to hit the snooze button. That's what I mean. You got up. You didn't just lay your waist in the bed. You actually got up. Think about how hard it is to wake up in the morning sometimes. You be sitting there having a dialogue with yourself like, yo, how I feel this morning. You know what? I went to sleep at 11. I really should sleep a little more because, you know, it's, it's not good for my heart health if I'm not getting enough sleep. It's like rationality seems to readily pop up when you're really not feeling something. Whatever the excuses are, you know what your excuses are. You had that dialogue, but then you had another dialogue. Yo, bruh, I'm inspired by seeing you do what you do. I'm inspired by the fact that you wake up every day at 4.30 in the morning. Yo, I'm inspired when I see you out there getting it with your kids, yo. You got me inspired, bro. You make me want to do better. You make me want to be a better husband, a better father, yo. Ladies, girl, as a mother, you've been handling your business. You wake up an extra hour early in the morning and actually prepare breakfast for the kids. You make sandwiches. You make lunches for the kids. You make sure they get to school on time. You're intentional about that. You sit down with them. You study with them. You're intentional about what foods you put in your body. You want to put the best foods in your body the highest quality even the dog even the dog's getting great food then you start telling yourself yo you never know who's watching you never know who's listening you never know who you're inspiring you may be the inspiration for the next generation never mind next generation this generation unbeknownst to yourself so you got to give them a standard to follow and by them i'm talking about any and every being you come into contact with in your existence Yes, that includes family. Yes, that includes friends. Yes, that includes your neighbors. Yes, that includes your children because your children are still people. Yes, that even includes the dog. That even includes you listening to this podcast right now. You got to give them a standard to chase after, yo. They got to see great. They got to understand that all great is is getting really excited about things. So when it's game time or it's time to hit the big stage, my goal is not I'm up there trying to convince you or sway you that I'm the best. They'll make you believe that I'm the best. Nah. I just want you to know that I know I am. My concern ain't about how you see me. I give a damn. Listen, if all you see when you look at me is negativity, that's because your mind is conditioned negatively. Ask yourself this question. How do you think people feel after they've been around you? How do you believe? How do you honestly believe in your mind where no one else is present, where no one else really knows what's going on? How do you really believe people feel after they've been around you? How do you leave your energy impression on people? What was your last interaction? What was the last impression you left on the last person you interacted with? How did you leave them with your energy? And not your energy, your inner G, your your G that's within, this inner divinity from this great ongoing deity, the all source, the most high, the super consciousness, whatever it is you define it to be. Are you someone who suppresses that power? Do you keep it to yourself? Are you living life in fear, always watching closely for that last moment so that you can hopefully get lucky and ask for that last forgiveness? You know, so that you can make it into heaven, because that's what you've been taught. You got to time that joint, you know, like right before you die. Like, yo, 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 real quick, I need this last forget right before. Because if you don't get that thing off, you run the risk of being subject to suffering forever by this all true and loving deity. What's communicated sometimes is different from what's taught. And what's lived sometimes is different from what's intended to be lived. See, self-preservation is defined as the protecting of oneself from harm or death. It's a basic instinct in humans and animals. No need to beat yourself up. It's nature. It's involuntary. What you've done, what you've allowed, what you may think you were a time or more in your life doesn't define who you are now. It doesn't define who you are, period. Any moment in time, you're always one shift away from changing your personal narrative. One change away from building a new self-image. Show up as a leader. True leadership. Real leadership. 
It's leaning into the things you're afraid of. Who cares if it's hard? Do it hard. Pause. It's having the audacity to take on challenges while inspiring others to do the same. It's having this obsession of constantly improving by any and all means. And this should happen the second you gain a new awareness to any area where you can improve or where improvement is necessary. It's okay to make mistakes, but don't be that asshole that demands in others what you yourself haven't developed within yourself. Your win has to be transferable in order to be valid. If you get all these things you're seeking and can't give anything for anyone to want to walk in your footsteps, your win is intransferable. All right, I'm warmed up now. My mental game is phenomenal, yo. Let's get it. What makes a real individual? Real is a byproduct of discipline. If that word don't resonate with you, because that word, it, it never used to really resonate with me. Like, it was always associated with something negative. Growing up, it was a whooping. Getting a little older, it was just, it became just crap that I didn't want to do, that I didn't feel like doing it, I was forced to do. All right, let's substitute that word. Let's, let's use drill. You got to apply some drill in your life sometimes in some areas. This next generation, they're attracted to authenticity, not perfection. Every one of us are broken in some way. Change is simple. Commit to one small shift per day. I got a dog, a puppy, little Bichon. What I found out because of my wife was that these dogs, they, whenever they are afraid, they pee to let you know, you know, they're afraid to let you know you got it. I'm submitting. It's a sign of submission for them. I used to get mad when I see my dog peeing in the house. Like every time I see pee, like, yo, you going in the cage. But then my wife explained to me like, nah, that's their nature, yo. It, it hit me one day. I'm like, yo, I can't get mad at the dog as a result of something that for him is nature. It's involuntary. And if I be honest with myself, real forgiveness is I'm not coming in the house with this expectation of finding pee-pee spots. It's, I'm not keeping this negative thought in my head to serve as a reminder of how I felt he effed up in the past. Winners treat animals like people and people like brothers and sisters. Look at a person as they are. And in your mind, they'll always seem to remain that way or worse, you know. But if you start looking at people for who or what they could be, over time, they'll begin to appear and grow into what they should be. You ain't going to be able to change the macrocosm of what's going on in your life. Everything you see until you change the microcosm of what's going on in your mind as an individual. But anyhow, something similar to that. So one day I come in the house, my dog's sitting on my bed. And I'm like, hey, man, get off the bed. Come on down. Patted my leg. He didn't move. So I said it again with a little more, little more tone. I gave him a little more tone. Hey, man, get off the bed. Let's go. And he got up and moved, left a little pee-pee spot on the bed. <laughs> and the start came to mind. I'm like, you know what? I wonder if, like, maybe the first time I said it, he had, like, a clinch muscle. And he didn't move right away because he was trying to ease that clinch muscle. Like, hold on, yo. If I move right now, pee-pee's coming out. Let me, let me ease up off this bed, you know. But he's a dog, so he can't speak. Because I said it the second time, it was like, yo, frick it. All right, fine. You want me to move? No. All right. And I just started thinking, like, like I've been there before. Like, you ever had to go to the bathroom so bad? To where, like, that thing became violent. I'm talking about, like, you feel it in your gums. Like, you freaking up your tranny, throwing the car in park. Matter of fact, one time, I was driving. I had to go so bad. There was nothing around. And I'm like, ain't no way in hell I'm about to make it to this bathroom, yo. I got to go right now, yo. The closer you get to the toilet, the higher the level of urgency gets. I'm driving, and I'm like, yo, freaking, I'm not going to make it. And I pulled right across somebody's yard. I just had to get off the main road. I did a lawn job right, right in somebody's yard. Jumped out. 
flung both passenger side doors open. <laughs> I'm trying to be slick, yo. I don't want people driving by to see me. So I flung both the doors open like I'm frantic trying to find something. You know, just so it don't look like I'm pulling out the onyx and doing something. You know what I mean? I don't want the police to come by and see. And then I got to register and all this. So I'm like, yo, yo. But it was, it was one of the moments. Like, I was like, yo, I got to go. They probably done came outside, looked at me. So I said, you know what? I know what it feels like to have to go real bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to extend that same grace to my pup. You know, whether he's got to go real bad or the urgency of, yo, I'm really trying to hold this clench muscle, but you scaring me right now. Like either way, I got to I got to have a mind to uh, a mind of compassion to understand that. You know what? It's a reason why he does what he does. The mind's like a parachute, yo. It doesn't work unless it's open. Small thinking adds no value to the world because it's rooted in doubt. Wishing for things, hoping for things. It does you no good if you're not willing to work for it. The more person talks about their problems, the less energy they have to solve them. That was one of the problems that I was having with this podcast. It's like I would have these great ideas come to mind and I would always express the ideas. And once you let an idea out, it gets subject to scrutiny. The law of silence. Hold another podcast. You, you got this great idea. You keep that idea to yourself. It gets subject to no scrutiny. At the same time, if you keep it to yourself, then it's up to you solely to scrutinize that thing if and where necessary. In telling people about your idea you want to tell the right people about your idea because from a spiritual standpoint don't cast your pearls at swine so they can be trampled on you know what i mean you don't want to give good ideas to some shit stinking thinking individuals so that they can disgrace what should never have been bought to them in the first place yeah you're gonna get the purest version of me right now yo which is the raw version people buy into this misconception that purity is pretending to be a goody goody no purity is raw uncut real emotion it's unfiltered. I like what my boy said. He said, yo, it's organic. You getting it exactly as it came up in my head. You're not getting the, the watered down version. You're not getting the goody goody version. You're not getting the, the version that meets the expectations of a certain demographic. See, here's the thing. When you go into certain rooms, you got to code switch sometimes. And the fact that I'm in my own room means I ain't code switching for no one. So if you don't like it, you can see your ass out. And some people going through some real stuff. And some people that live their whole lives like a little fish inside of a fishbowl sank in the bottom of the ocean. It's a whole world out there to explore, but they stuck in this one room. That's all they've ever known. That's all they've been indoctrinated to know. Bitterness is a result of clinging to negative experiences. It serves you no good and closes the door to your future. The problem is, many bitter people don't know they're bitter. So convinced all the time that they're so right, they can't see their own wrong even in the mirror. Real truth is at the center of all beliefs. All beliefs have both a radical side and a peaceful side. Wisdom isn't what you know. That's surface level. Wisdom isn't how deep your understanding of what you know goes. The great philosopher Socrates said, true wisdom comes to each of us when we realize how little we understand about life, how little we understand about ourselves, and how little we understand about the world surrounding us. Jordan Peterson said, have a mind that's open to everything but attached to nothing because no one knows enough to be a pessimist. And I've got nothing left in this mind of mine today, so I reckon I get the step in. This was That's Vital Podcast, episode 11. Ready? Ready?